Folks, welcome back to the Freaky Deaky. In today's episode, we are diving into part two of Haunted Dolls, as we promised, and we deliver. If you are new to the show, we ask one thing of you and one thing only, that is, you listen to the episode. I don't know why you started out with part two, but hey, who am I to judge? If you enjoy the show, rate it five stars. It really does help us out a lot. We appreciate that. We appreciate you helping us get the word out about the Freaky Deaky. We love putting on the show every single weekend, but we need your help to keep it growing and to reach the masses. On social media, you can find us at Freaky Deaky Pod on pretty much everything except for TikTok, which is at TFD Paranormal. Subscribe on YouTube at Freaky Deaky Pod. Working on some YouTube exclusive shows for you guys as well that we think you're really going to enjoy. In the meantime, you can enjoy episodes of Sleep With The Lights On that come out every other Friday with a bonus story from each episode dropping the following day called the win-win in the industry, the biz. If you'd like to leave us a voicemail, you can do that at 801-997-0051 or send your submissions, scary stories, episode ideas to the gang at thefreakydeaky.com and we'll get back to you. You can also join us on our new Facebook group, TFD Paranormal and the Unexplained. Well, it's a vibe, folks, and it really does help us connect with our listeners and you guys are awesome sharing your ideas, sharing your stories, the whole nine. Bean memes, so many of them, and we love them and beans be with you. The world is ending. And also with you. Oh, sorry. Yeah. And also with you. Yeah, you'll you'll catch on. (laughs) The world. Yeah, like like I do every time with with the actual catchphrase of the show. That yeah, you still haven't grasped. Maybe next time. Anyway, in today's episode, we are getting into firsthand accounts shared by people all across the internet that have claimed to have either come into possession or accidentally purchased a cute doll that ended up being entirely too creepy. And these people have shared their stories. So last week we dove into kind of historical accounts and some of the more infamous stories of haunted dolls. And now we're getting into some of the the lesser known stuff. And these are just your your average Joes. People like Christian and myself, like you, our dear listeners, even though we put you on a pedestal because you're pretty great. And so we're going to get into that and more after the intro. We'll see you on the inside. You are now entering the realm of the Freaky Deaky, an unsuspecting stop at the crossroads of fantasy and reality, where the frayed edges of make-believe seep into this cookie-cutter, white-picket world you've been led to believe is far from extraordinary. What you're about to hear are true stories. Alleged true stories. Christian, just... Okay. Tales of the strange and inexplicable thought only to exist in film and folklore. Although difficult to accept, we do not know everything about this reality, about time or space, what lies beneath the ocean's depths. And try though we might, the unchanging truth remains. There are some things we legitimately cannot explain logically. Head. Now is not the time. Folks, this first story. So, no, speaking of that, shouldn't we update people on my dealings with Peggy from last week? Do you have any dealings with Peggy since we recorded that episode? Yeah, I had a dream about her. You want me to tell you the dream? No. No, I'm not going to lie to our listeners, Christian. What was the dream, Christian? First off, I was sleeping comfortably in my bed and I woke up with a start and Peggy was sitting next, laying next to me in the bed. Are you making this up as you go? Or with, did you with think her of this? porcelain smile? This is getting really gross. And I jumped up 
realizing it was a dream, I actually woke up. Ooh, yeah. And I go out to get coffee. But Peggy's standing there with my coffee, smiling. Again, wow. that porcelain smile. Wow. And I jumped with the start again and woke up one more time, looking up. And it lo I think I was in a grave. Yeah. And Peggy's shoveling dirt into my grave. Wow. Smiling with that porcelain smile. And this is where I let our listeners know that we wrapped recording that episode about 15 minutes ago. Yeah, so, I just did fan fiction. Sorry. Wow. Please, let's not ever do fan fiction on this show again. That fan is fic. the weirdest, <laughs> weirdest category of anything I don't, in the world. I do not judge people because when I was in high school. You I, wrote Star Wars stories? No, it was V. I think I've oh. talked about it before. And I got extra credit for it because it was like, a, like 30, 40 pages. Oh, yeah. Dude, you're talking to someone. That, I used to write Star Wars like books. Yeah. It was uh, so pretty we, great. So we've all we all have a little bit of that fan pick in us, and the rest of us we grew up, or and we, here we are, or we still do it. We just don't share it publicly, and we got that out of Christian pretty easily. So with that, folks, we're diving into some firsthand accounts. As I mentioned, this first story comes from Terry Kettlewell. Terry says, "I believe I own an old porcelain doll that has something in it. See, porcelain. We see, Christian." We see. My wife says it came to us through a friend who had given it to us. I don't remember it that way, nor does my friend who's supposed to have given it to us. Not a good start. No. For the wife, at least. Ooh, I didn't think of it that way. Let's say it came to my house through a friend, and I now own it. It is a small doll, seven to eight inches, has an odd painted face that looks old and shabby up close. Her legs got broken when we moved into our last house, so we put a sock over the legs. Well, that might explain why it's a little pissed, yeah. but outside of that. Uh, she sleeps a lot, but also is very active. Wait, what? Exactly. I think when when Terry says sleep, I believe it means the doll is inactive. Okay. Like it's not doing weird shit. You or, know I mean? or maybe they laid the doll down and it's one of those ones. And like with the eyes kind of, yeah. Maybe. We'll get into it. Yeah, so she sleeps a lot, but is also very active. I say she is awake at least four days a week. My wife says she seldom sleeps. Difference of opinion. Most folks who notice the doll all say exactly the same things, that the doll's looking at them and she seems to blink her eyes, but when they look at her up close, they are very surprised to see how her face is painted. Most folks say as they get a bit of distance, it changes back to looking at them. Now, when it is sleeping, sleeping, it doesn't- They, they can't see that. Sleeping, quotations. <laughs> it doesn't look around. I like to think that my the, uh, the affliction of my voice alone, people are like, he used quotes. Maybe. Let us know. Anyway, it doesn't look around. It doesn't blink her eyes. No smiles, nothing. But when she is awake, she has what looks like expressions on her face. Being married, sometimes my wife and I argue. And once my wife pointed out that even the doll hated it when I got stubborn. And sure enough, it had a big frown and seemed to glare. That's creepy. This family should not have children. It's a demon. Anyway, speaking of not having children, I asked my daughter. She said it was glaring and my daughter did not know that we were arguing. At first, we had her in the bookcase, looking out. Later, I set her up on the top of the china case so she could see the dining room, living room, kitchen, and be able to watch TV. I think she liked that the best. She smiled most of the time. Right now, my mother-in-law has the doll, so she won't get packed away into a box. She sits up on her knick-knack shelf on her living room wall near the TV. My mother-in-law says she seems happy there. I still own the doll. When I get set up in my new house, we will get her back. At least, I hope so. My mother-in-law likes her a lot. So what's really going on here is she's trying to kill the mother-in-law and then take the doll back for future missions. Wow. It says, I have tried to get this doll to ship to ship it to a person who would take good care of it. A lot of quotes. 
get quote get this doll to ship it to a person who would quote take good care of it sounds like a mafia hit but as i had tried to obtain her she had turned she had turned up missing and still been on the shelf later she was going to burn it like i said yeah very odd my wife thinks she wants to stay at my mother-in-law's home her mother who thinks she is quote cool and wants to keep her wow there seems what, like what a ride the, this is a weird story this is a weird story man like there's they, a lot to it nobody who do you know hears that this doll is like active and has like literal facial expressions and stuff like that and is like oh what a cool doll i want her at my house the whole awake and asleep it's like very anthropomorphized. Yeah. It's it's like they are almost putting these, like imprinting this doll with actual life. They're kind of slowly building a tulpa. Mm-hmm. And, and they don't know that the doll's controlling them and making them do this. Yeah. So that when it, it's weird, I, I just would never be okay with that. If the second I see a doll has a different face, I'm like, you know what? No more doll for me, Scott. This, it's over. It's over for the dolls. This, this, uh, reminds me of something I wanted to say last week or on last week's episode about the dolls because their faces changed. But in, but that was an older time period where I was going to be like, well, you know, there's a lot of lead paint in the system then. And a lot of people just drank all day. I think a bunch it, of drunks are looking at yeah. dolls like, that face. I mean, things change when your your mind's intoxicated in one way or another. Sure. Or you got lead paint thrown, flowing through your system like it did back in the day. But this is, sounds like a little bit more of a modern story. Yeah. So I can't really use that the same way. I know that's kind of that's kind of the interesting about part two is like I said, it's, it's all firsthand accounts of these things. So like a lot of these stories are within the last 10, 15 years. Like there's probably a couple that are older than that. But so it's a. I don't know. It's kind of a, you get like a modern take on creepy dolls. I feel like there's a lot more going on with the mother-in-law having possession of this doll. There's a yeah. lot of ways that we we could go with that one. She She's manipulated by it. Like the whole family. Slowly taken over. Anyway, this, this next one is from Willie Taylor. This was about 10 years ago. The doll experience happened quick. So I used to live with my aunt, and when everybody used to leave, I went to go take a nap. As soon as I closed my eyes, I heard the doll talk randomly. Mind you, the doll was old, the house was quiet, you could hear a pin drop, so you can hear it automatically. I couldn't leave my room, I was terrified this used to happen every single day. This is the time I burned and I had had enough. I was cleaning up, then I saw the doll on the ground. My mama called me for something and I went to go see, so I tried to find it. It, was, it wasn't there. I was so confused as a kid, and then seconds later, I go back to my room, and it was on the bed. I got so many chills, it was like I couldn't move my body because I was so shocked. I, I told my mom she burned the doll. Yeah. Still to this day, I don't visit my aunt's house at all. It was kind of a weird experience, and I tried to memorize how I'd seen it. But first off, don't do that because yeah, don't your memory doesn't, your mind. doesn't fit the same way, especially if, you know from childhood or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I do like the fact that the mom burned it. I'm glad yeah. to see somebody else understands how to deal with the, the demons in this world. Oh, I didn't finish it. Oh, it came back. No, oh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it came back. back, a charred mess. Yeah, gross. Nobody wants that. Kind of melty. Ooh, yeah. We're, we're inventing words. What was your other word? Subsequential. Subsequential. That was it. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> insquenchable. That works as well. A lot of squench going on. <clears throat> we like the squenches. Yeah, that's kind of creepy. I'm telling you, burn it. You know, another thing that 
Hmm. Like we never talk about what led to the haunting or the possession of these so-called dolls. I mean, people say, oh, so-and-so died in the house. Yeah, all that's but, hearsay, you know. But what were, were they using Ouija boards? Did they have one of those uh, seances that they used to have back in the early 20th century? What portal did they open up? Why not all of the above? And, and is it their fault? Like, they always, everybody, when they talk about these sinister paranormal things happen, act like, oh, it just for some reason, it, it, it came after me. Yeah. Maybe for some reason they did something... To target themselves. Perhaps. You know, who are we to say? I mean, it sounds very uh, Christian of me, but... What a first. Yeah. It's just, there's always more to the story, and I want to hear more. I want to hear what caused this. Well, unfortunately, we do not have those answers. I have my imagination. Uh, of course. And I love it. So this is the one I mentioned uh, in the last episode, Johnny. It's from Valentina. Jo... Jochitl? X-O-C-H-I-T-L. Jochitl. I don't think it's pronounced that way. Oh, you have a stab at it. X-O-C-H-I-T-L. So Kittle? Isn't that what I said the first time? You was like, Joe. I don't know what you said the first no. time. <laughs> Scott, run that tape back. So Kittle? Bazinga. I'm anyway, sorry, I don't listen to you sometimes. It's called, Here's Johnny. <laughs> Johnny was a doll given to my mother by her mother. My grandmother was shopping one day in the 1950s when the doll caught her eye. Even though my mother and her siblings were in their 20s, my grandmother felt compelled to buy it. It was actually a girl's doll, but my grandmom called it Johnny and dressed the doll up as a little boy. He was always seated near her, either in her living room, occupying a chair, or next to her bed. Creepy. The ladies always liked the pretty boys. Wow. As she became older, Johnny was always around. He became a joke and family mascot to our family. She would change his slash her clothes, and we all had a good laugh about the doll. Oh, Johnny. When Grandma died, my mother took Johnny home with her. The doll took up residence in her living room, sitting in a red queen chair for the last 15 years. What's a red queen chair? The chair the queen sits in, obviously. The one from uh, Alice in Wonderland? Yeah, that's the one. The exact same one. Okay, I get it now. Now, no one has ever heard the doll or seen the doll speak or move, but a few occurrences have made us all wonder. One day, my sister and her husband visited my mom, and my brother-in-law sat in the living room watching TV. The chair was angled so the sofa faces the chair next to the television. My brother-in-law claimed that the doll's eye winked at him. No one has ever seen the doll do it before, but he swears it happened. Other times when people have been alone in the house, noises are heard coming from the living room especially when people are sleeping or resting in the bedrooms or bathroom. Is it Johnny? Yes. On to the next story. No. What were you going to say? Maybe the brother-in-law just thinks all the girls wink at him. So he's like, obviously. Christian, what an absolutely absurd. Obviously, Johnny's going to wink at me, too. <sighs> well, if you thought you were coming to hear legitimate commentary on spooky haunted doll stories... You are sorely mistaken. Why would you think a demon would wink at somebody if that's what's in this doll? You know, it's, I don't think it's more about the wink. I think it's about showing a sign of consciousness. So it's not, the action itself doesn't matter. It could have just flipped its foot or something like that. But a wink is kind of like when you let someone know like, hey, this is happening. You know what I mean? Or like a, like a wink where you're just like, you do something, you look over someone, you give them a wink, you know? It could just be like a little sinister kind of like... Like a, how do you do? Like, what's up? I'm here. But a wink from a doll is, to me, makes me feel like, if, it, if I see a doll winking, winking at me, I'd be like, oh, 
my sanity is going. And, well, and maybe that's what the, the demon wants to do, make you doubt yourself and your sanity. And then it's easier for them to gain a foothold and have you put them in a red queen chair in your living room to stare at all your vis- visitors maniacally. <sighs> why do people do that? I, I'm not a doll guy. I couldn't tell you. I don't know why people do doll stuff, you know? Let I'm, me tell you why guys do guys doll stuff. I feel like this is not going to be a fun conversation. I can get around it by just going to the next story. You know what I mean? I would say go to the next yeah, story. I, I don't think you have anything of actual value to contribute for Johnny. I actually didn't have anything by, beyond that line, so. Wow. It was just there to trigger you. Well, mission accomplished, Christian. Way to go. Uh, this next one is from Brooke Elise. It haunted me for life. That's not what you want. Mm-mm. I had one of those three-foot-tall walking dolls growing up. Horrible idea. Is there such a thing? Oh, yeah. You've never seen like the big-ass dolls? No, Creepy. not the ones that walk. Yeah, I don't know if I've seen a walking one, but they're always in a box, so I, it's not like I've you know, seen it in action. I got it when I was four, and my mom stood it at the end of the bed. Shortly after, I had a nightmare that I was doing crafts with my mom when the doll walked over, picked up the scissors, and stabbed me under the arm. Ouch. Yeah. I woke up and was too scared to move till my mom came in. I also noticed a mark where I was stabbed in my dream. I don't remember seeing any scary movies and was not allowed to do so. I'm not sure what caused the nightmare, but they continued happening and my mom refused to get rid of the doll. It was moved to the lounge room, but I was too scared to be alone with it, so eventually my mom moved it to the shed. I then dreamt that it would call out to me from the shed. That's creepy. Just the visual of that alone. Finally, when I was at least 10, mom finally threw the doll in the trash. I then dreamt that my dad pulled it apart, put it in the bin, then it put itself back together and came for me. Dad then did it again, but locked the bin, and the bin man came and took the doll away as I heard it screaming. Bin man? British. How I would British. much rather be a bin man than a trash man. Yeah. What? I, oh, I'm a bin guy. Bin guy. Here comes the bin man. Bin guy. Even once the doll was gone, I continued having nightmares of it, and still do now as an adult. I have tried to find where my mom... Yeah, I've been saying mom. I, it slipped. Mom. Mom? Where my, where my mom... I have tried to find where my mom bought it from and have asked her, but all she can tell me is that it was from a shop. It was a girl with mid-length, black curly hair, black eyes, a pink dress, and a black vest. He bought it from a weirdo, pretty much, is from the sounds of it. I believe that it may have been haunted as nothing triggered what happened and it has haunted me for the rest of my life. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine having uh, a doll as a kid that is still in your nightmares? That's because you got a doll that's as tall as your kid. Yeah. That's not, there has to be a power dynamic in the doll human relationship or else it is creepy. Yeah, if, I, if I can't curb stomp this doll, if it comes to life, then I'm at a disadvantage. Yeah. Or if it's going to stab me mm-hmm. under my arm, which sounds like a more painful place to get stabbed than most places. But what do you think of the. The fact, like, there's that that dream of the doll stabbed, right? Obviously. And then the mm-hmm. mom's like, okay, so you're clearly weirded out by this doll. Probably spent a lot of money on it. I'm not just going to throw it away. I'm going to move it to the shed. And then your kid starts having nightmares with the doll calling out from the shed. Some of that, well, scary sounds typical of childhood. Childhood you, is... You is, think just because the kid knew the doll was in the shed that when it had nightmares, it was like, oh, the doll's in the shed. That part, yes. The first part, 
almost felt like a previous life death with the doll imprinted on whatever. It's weird because it's also a different show topic, but that almost that dream felt like a previous life memory. Getting stabbed by the doll? But whatever, you know, because we can't remember our previous life according to all the theories out there about it. Um, maybe the doll was kind of a stand-in in that memory of the previous life. It's just my first thought. Not that that's true. That's just well, yeah. the first thought that popped into my head as you're going through that part of the story. Yeah. The doll calling out is two things. A child's imagination or scary as hell because it's something else. Well, it's kind of scary as hell for sure. That should actually be number one because that's the, the creepiest. I was trying to build possibility. The drama to the yeah. number two. You know? like, maybe it's your imagination or maybe it's the devil. Are you spooked? You I should mean, be. You should never first the first off go to it's the devil first you should be like am i just a bad person is my boyfriend a demon yeah exactly that should be the second place yeah same question except this time it's not in the shed it's in the trash can boom did didn't she say the dot the dad pulled it apart or did he pull it out pulled it apart what's wrong with the dad you burn it well no you don't I mean, act like a serial killer when you're getting rid of your kid's doll he didn't like put it in you know trash bags double bag it drop it in the river yeah. <laughs> take the daughter out to, to the sea and drop it down like though that would have been a, a good idea but i think in that like your your kid says they're terrified of the doll as a dad you're like i'm just gonna rip this thing up in front of you i'm gonna show you nothing's gonna happen this doll can't do anything let me ask you what you would do or what you're gonna do when your kid comes to you and say says i'm terrified of this doll i'm gonna throw it away yeah you're not you may not even show him. It's just all of a sudden the doll's gone. Yeah. No, I, I, I sent Johnny to live at a better, at a place where he's happier. He's got trees. Yeah. You don't tell tell your kid I'm, I pulled well, it apart. Well, one of the beautiful things, if you can find silver linings and creepy shit, one of the beautiful things about having a lifelong journey of experiencing crazy shit, paranormal and all kinds of fun stuff happening like from pretty much a very young age to adulthood is that you don't have that that phase where your kid is like hey i'm scared i saw this and then you're just like oh i don't believe you like i believe him he says anything to me about that i believe him Ob obviously if i can read that he's clearly lying then it's a different story but well also you got to be careful though you can't make it out to be something it's not but also don't lie to him I think it's more like all of a sudden we're going to get philosophical on here, but I think it's like in those situations, it's, it's, it's almost better to let the kid kind of lead the way. And then that way you don't overwhelm them. Cause it'd be, it's too easy. Like, yeah, I saw that when I was a kid and you can't, yeah. you can't do that either. But there's also a very, as someone that experienced all this shit, there's a very lonely feeling to nobody believing that you're I, seeing something. I think you can believe your child without letting them know that you're there and you believe them. No, That's without, just, without uh, making it terrifying. No, you don't have to make it terrifying. Part of the thing is the education of knowing that you don't have to be scared of this. It could be real, but you don't have to be scared of this. Others experience it. You're not alone. You're not crazy. Right. You're not insane. Like there's a, there's like a, I don't know. It's a disservice for me to just be like, ah, oh, you're probably just imagining things. Go back to bed. To me, it's like, yeah. even if as a skeptic, coming from a skeptical point of view, I'd be like, you experience this. So, yeah. I mean, therefore, you know, who's to judge where it, where the line is for real and not real. It's like you experience, therefore it happened. Yeah. It, it, an experience is real. Very true. So, okay. We're done with that kind of crap. Back to the <clears throat> stories. Maybe not. Did the old scroll. Uh, it's Peggy. It's like when yeah. the music started playing, probably everybody's like, he did that on purpose. No. Mm -hmm. Last week I dropped my phone and the music started playing. And it was monster mash. 
And that's when we knew it was Peggy. She was coming. Unfortunately, I don't have that on my phone. Or fortunately. And also, diving into this next story, where I can kind of divert away from wherever we were headed. Cliff. Yeah, that's usually the case. Uh, this next story is from App- Apprehensive Cost 806, and it is called Charity Shopping Surprise. Is that one of those names that Reddit just automatically gives you because they put that number so. at the end? And yeah. These two words make no sense together. That's how they have endless usernames is they make mashup with two random words. A monster mashup, if you will. I like to go charity shopping a lot. You can find amazing things there for even better prices. Well, totally pitching us on, what is that, thrifting? Also, charity buy, shopping. Buying other people's demons. I just never heard it called charity shopping. That's weird. Me neither. But it hey. worked. I got what they were talking about. Yeah, so did I. So I'll, I'll, let it, I'll let it slide this time as the master of all spoken word. <laughs> I'll allow it. In my most recent shop, I found a really cute doll. I saw it and knew I wanted it as it was so cute. For context, I've always been 50-50 when believing in the supernatural. I've always been fond of the concept, especially in horror-related media. I've always understood the possibility and how it came to be. I've also understood how it's unlikely to. Well, that's where you're wrong, all right? I was like, my kind of people. But since I've got this doll, I've noticed whistling from behind me whenever the doll's been in the same room. Despite being in the back bedroom and not and not often hearing stuff from the streets, I play it off as someone outside whistling. That's a stretch. Every time you're in the room with a doll, someone's outside whistling? Okay, that's some Christian logic right there. In a Christian world... It, it takes on totally different meaning if it's at night and somebody's whistling, though. That is true. We did an episode on it. Go back and check. Yep. If you don't believe us, it happened. I have audio processing issues and often have a hard time navigating where sound is coming from. I'm bringing this up now as something else has happened. I was showering and usually leave the door slightly open if I'm home alone as my dogs always find some way to misbehave and that way I can keep a better eye on them. My dogs started barking uncontrollably and I thought it was someone outside. I couldn't stop them from barking and my father was planning on ordering me food so I ended my shower to check the door. When I got out, I noticed my dog nervously barking at my bedroom door where my doll is being kept until I go to my mother's. I decided to go into my room and check it out. Usually my dogs willingly run into my room and get comfy on my bed or chew what they can find, but they wouldn't. They both stood there barking. I'm well aware that animals are deemed to be a lot more sensitive towards the supernatural and aware of my dog's behavior enough to know that this is unusual. That's why I made this post. I'm looking for advice and or answers If it is somehow haunted, I want to keep it and I understand it unless it's an unkind entity. I am fairly certain we found Christian's Reddit. Why is it my Reddit? Because you'd be like, you'd do some same shit like that. Be like, oh, there's something in here. Be like, oh, how do I understand it? How do I befriend this this entity? Is it unkind? I don't know if I'd want to befriend an entity. Has it heard of our Mother Earth, Earth... Mother of nature spirit Gaia. I would just be respectful because a demon might let me live a little bit longer if I'm respectful to it, if they existed. Bow down, human. Yes, sir. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Let me take you to, let me take you to, to Ted's house. He's my enemy, but you'll like him. This is another story wherein we have animals reacting to seemingly nothing, right? Which animals sometimes do, granted. Let's let's think about the video that's pretty popular on social media of the guy who dressed up like a husky and went into the living room with his husky and the husky started barking because it was freaked out. Yeah. So maybe that's all the dogs are seeing is a human dressed in a 
husky suit in their I don't know. Leave it. Move wow. on. Move on. Either way. Wow. It isn't dogs doing that as any kind of animal. Makes you wonder. Yeah, some things do make me wonder, Christian. You're absolutely right. Well, even looking back on our, our YouTube show, Sleep With The Lights On, our first bonus story we had was from our listener, Christina, and my best friend, her husband. I like that guy. Yeah, he's the best. And in that, their story was their dog seemingly got kicked in the face by nothing, but was backing up, growling the whole time. Like, you know, there's just something weird about that. Do you think these? Do you think these entities... I just got a bad image in my mind of that dog. I'm sorry. It's wow. not funny. But it's like, I got like a family guy kind of image where Brian. Yeah. Is that the dog? That is a dog. Yeah. Good job. Went to some, some really high level Juliet, Juilliard's, uh Juilliard. Yeah. Juilliard. The music school. Okay. Not Juilliard, but that, like that kind of school where it's, they're all actors and he's just really good at acting. And Maybe pulls, is Juilliard acting? I don't know. I, I thought it was all art. Do, do I sound college educated on this podcast? Cause I don't believe I do. That's a different level. When you're, you're an artist and you have a, a, a school for artists, that's yeah. not, even college people don't get that one. You heard of Full Sail University? <laughs> anyway. Online acting classes. Anyway, Brian and something about Christina's old dog zero RIP. Getting acting lessons and just fooling the humans. But wow. back to the re real story of <laughs> demons, obviously, because wow. only Christian, demons. You make such a mockery of this show. How dare you? How dare you? Some <laughs> respect. All right. You can't just come in here and free ball it. I just free ball it. Christian, I said you can't do it. Do you, rem you remember You remember how I talked about being in the skeptics club? I know. Rule number. I refuse to acknowledge. Rule number 35 oh. is I have to make a mockery of this stuff. Wow. Rule number one of the. <laughs> I'm, not th I'm not at that level yet. I, I have to move up in the organization. That's not, are you telling me that you're working your way back with the rules? No, like you start at rule 99. The top five rules, you have to get to that certain level. Wow. Like Freemasons. It's like that. So That's the club I'm in. What is, you're is, telling me is in this make-believe world of yours, you have people that have rules, and then you have the most elite of these people that have more rules, dude. That, <laughs> that doesn't... What I'm telling you is the no, skeptics... They have less rules. The skeptics... Free reign. ...are the Illuminati. Wow. I Christian. probably won't make it till tomorrow. I had said too much. Yeah, well, no, you you got Peggy. You got Peggy waiting on you, all right? Still, Ooh. you're still here. Remember that. Yeah, Peggy's watching. Wow. Peggy's sitting on my lap. What a kangaroo court this episode has I'm been, sorry. Christian. I'm so sorry. But oh, my God. I, I can't believe people tune in to listen to your opinions on these. Like, they're clearly just the worst. <laughs> just the worst. In my defense, I'm sleep deprived. Much like, that is true. Much like this next story <laughs> Good luck, is titled, Good. You Need Jesus. Hallelujah. And this is from Slash or Bash 2624. That doesn't sound like a Jesus name. Slash or Bash? Christian, it was Slasher Bash, not Slash or Bash. Okay. You pervert. So it's a bat, like a party of wow. slasher films. Or serial killers, Christian, dealer's choice. Anyway, it's called You Need Jesus. And you should probably take note, but I'm not here to judge. It's fine. This is when I was in the fourth grade. Anyway, I live in Salem, Oregon, which is relevant to the story. Not the witch place. Not the witch Salem. That's correct. Thank you for clarifying. Downtown. Hippie Salem. Okay. Downtown, there's this antique store called The Unicorn. We went there to get my older brother World War II stuff for Christmas because he likes that kind of stuff. 
Wow. So Defin- relatable. Definitely haunted if it's any kind of war stuff. That is true. It's a really big store for an antique shop. So like normal kids, me and my brother went off and explored. Around the front of a shop, past a couple of bookcases, was the kids section. It was mostly full of old board games and those tin toys, like those red geese with blue hats. Anyway, that's not the point. <laughs> I don't even know what they're talking I'm like, about. Red geese with blue hats. Well, someone in our audience is like, I was there. It was a good time, those tin toys. 82 years ago. It's been, yeah. Anyway, Titanic reference. What I did find was this old doll with a sticker on its face and just all dirty and broken. It said, quote, cursed doll on this piece of paper with a warning sign at the bottom that I don't remember what it said. Being 10 years old, I just looked at it and called bowl and then flicked the glass and said, you need Jesus. Something really cringy and stupid like that. Later that night, I went to sleep and had a dream of a green face and a dark background that kept trying to eat me. I woke up, I woke up all gross and sweaty, but I realized the bathroom light was on. My room is connected to the bathroom, so it's not outside my room in the hallway like most people's houses. So when I woke up, I could clearly see the light reflecting off my wall. I could hear the light switch being turned on and off, but the light was still on. Eventually the light turned off, but the switch kept on flicking. Then the banging on my wall happened. It lasted for a good two minutes, and it just kept getting louder and louder. Then I remember me not being able to breathe, so I passed out. Oops, weird place left. When I woke up the next morning, I asked my brother why why he kept banging on my wall, and he said he was at a friend's house last night, so it kind of scared the crap out of me. I told my dad what happened, and he believes that I pissed off whatever possessed that doll or made it cursed. I don't really mess with that stuff from now on, but yeah, cool story, I guess. This is this this is how you will deal with your child. Well, I guess you shouldn't have pissed off your demon-possessed doll. Yeah. Now we got to go to a priest. Yeah, baby, what you done? Don't tell your grandfather. He's burned three of your dolls already. Look at him. He's exhausted. We got another one for you, Pappy. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I live for. I burn all the children's dolls. Only when they ask, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take that. You like that, Sally? Light her up. Yeah. Strange. Very strange. That's another dream thing, man. That's how they get you. Yeah. Some Nightmare on Elm Street type stuff. Or it's a thing like sleep paralysis. Where the doll just comes in. The doll's like, hey, I'm a demon. This is sleep paralysis. It's like my second home. Like, what's up? This is yeah. vacation time. Yeah. I'm sorry. I make a joke about everything. Yeah. If you thought that Christian was going to offer any actual wisdom, once again, just grossly, grossly overestimated. You know what? When we started this podcast, you said you specifically wanted to be the wise one and you wanted wow. me to play the dummy. Wow. I, that's all I've been doing. If you wanted me to be wise, you should have told me. We never had that conversation. The fact that it played out that way is out of my <laughs> control. Okay. <laughs> the fact that that happened, not my doing. Okay. It just, that's clearly the route that you took. So you're blaming my parents and their genetics? Because I blame my parents too, but not uh, because of that. Wow. Oh, sorry. Wow. Sorry. You know what? You're on a couch. I thought we were at the doctor's. Stay away from the tweens. Rub my large head. And those two things probably shouldn't go together. People might get the wrong connotation. I just freeball it. It's in it. I just freeball it. Feels like I'm freeballing a lot of this episode. <laughs> and also with you. Wait, did you just bless me? Being blessed me again? I did. Yeah, someone's got to do it. 
What if I'm going crazy on this whole bean thing? What if it's... Peggy's working her magic on you? Yeah. You know what the funniest part of that you story is? You should never say something like that in reference to a doll, please, and me. Don't ever say that. People get the wrong idea. Oh, Peggy's just working her magic on Christian. <laughs> yeah. You know what the, the funniest part of that story was? The it, the mental image I got when he said he flicked the glass and said, you need Jesus. I just picture a 10-year-old like walking up to him like, like, you know, bullshit. You need Jesus. And then walking away like a little nerd. Classic stuff, really. Hilarious. That would be funny as a ten if a ten year old did that. Me as a grown man, maybe even funnier. But what if I'm, it was I'm a not gonna test it. Ten year old bully that beat up everybody and then all of a sudden looked at you and were like, All seriousness, you need Jesus and then you yeah. doubted the rest of your life because Wow. Am I the monster? Was it me the whole time? No wonder he takes my lunch money. M night Shyamalan? Yeah, very One of the other earlier stories you said reminded me of that director. In this episode? No, I think it was last week's. And I got very, like... Was I it Poopa? Yeah, I see dead people vibes. One of my favorite directors, though. Yeah, he's good. I get to use this soundbite and actually mean it. I do have a nice long one. It is, uh... This next one is a nice long one. Our favorite. I'll just be quiet over here. I have a little short one. We know. The story is from a Abandoned Explorer 21. And it's called Violet the Doll. It's a name I've never heard in reference to a haunted doll before. Violet? Yeah, usually it's Peggy, Johnny. What was the first one we did last week? Robert? Robert. Annabelle? Annabelle at least is kind of a cool name. Mandy? Mandy's just a scary name sometimes. Harold didn't make the episode, but there's a Harold. Never trust Harold's. That's true. Unless or, they're with Kumars. Good point. Then you gotta get to White Castle, so that's a whole thing. Never had it. Really? Yeah. I think they actually opened the fast food joint White Castle in Vegas after I left or right before I left and it was on the strip and I didn't want to go. But I've had like the frozen burgers before. And let's be honest, they probably don't taste anywhere near the same as the, the real deal. But to know in and out. This episode is brought to you by nobody, but here we are promoting. Anyway, damn it. Scrolled all the way to the top. All the way to the top. You did. Peggy's getting you too. Peggy's getting you too. Not this. That's not this kind of episode. Peggy's. <laughs> wow you know what the old whistle before we get into this long one before you I need jesus you want water that actually works better find jesus we said water not wine hey everything's better with wine christian you have full-on conversations <laughs> full-on conversations with yourself i don't say a word you carry the whole thing back and forth for I, about 10 minutes i had a feeling it was going to be like this because i was sitting at the house and just just getting or what no i was just exhausted sitting there after watching loki and the neighbor took the dog out two dogs out and they're two little tiny poodle-ish type type dogs and one was grabbing its leash and i went into this full narration on what the dog wow. was saying to the lady and mandy i'm like sorry mandy i'm just tired. wow and she's like can i please just have some peace and quiet she's like she can hear you i'm like the window is shut but obviously i was embarrassing somebody yeah and you're very loud probably yelling it out the window no that would be my dad i still got 20 years before i do that anyway if i may get back to violet the doll please do i'm intrigued I got this doll at a yard sale. It caught my eye as I was driving past it. Never a good sign. If a doll catches your eye, you keep driving. Yeah, it's trying to It's trying to get you. Yeah, it's like, don't you want to purchase this? 
Hey, weeks person. Don't you wish your doll was sexy like this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you just go with Pussycat Dolls? Is that who sings the original? <laughs> I don't know if it's the original. That's who made it famous recently. Well, in the last 10, 15 years. Mm. Don't knows? you wish your doll was hot like me? Yeah. Really sad. I know that song. Great sound bite. I, it caught my eye as I was driving past it. It was on a chair with a piece of paper taped to its chest that said, Haunted, take it, it's free. I want to do that now. Scott, we need to get we like 10 dolls that. and just put them around <laughs> Wasilla with a little note. How weird would it be to, if if you lived on the street and you just saw me constantly putting out different dolls on a chair that said, take it, it's free. After like the second one, they'd be like, yo, how many haunted dolls does this guy have? I a paper taped to its chest that said, haunted, take it, it's free. I found it funny and asked the owner why she thought it was haunted. She told me she bought it at a thrift store after her daughter had begged for it. As they were driving back home, her daughter gave her the name Violet. The next day, she hears another girl's voice arguing with her daughter in the living room. She went to check and saw her daughter sitting on the couch watching TV with Violet beside her. She asked her who she was talking to and she said, Violet. A week later, her daughter was at a friend's house, and she begins hearing a girl's voice coming from her daughter's bedroom. She goes to check and sees Violet sitting in the middle of the room. She grabs Violet, puts her on the bed, and walks out. As she begins walking towards the kitchen, she tells me she saw that the magnetized letters on her refrigerator spell out hi. Then a music box in her living room starts to play, and then the door to her daughter's room slams shut. She grabbed her keys and left the house in a hurry. She waited outside until her husband came back home. When they open the door, they see Violet in the living room sitting on the coffee table in front of one of her daughter's coloring books. As her husband takes one step inside, the pages of the book start to flip frantically by itself until it flies across the room. After that, her husband grabbed Violet and threw her in the shed where it stayed until the morning of their yard sale. She looked at me in the eyes and said, take it, we don't want it in our lives anymore. First of all, if you're trying to get rid of this thing, why would you share that story? Or why would you even put haunted? Why wouldn't you just shove it in a chair and be like, free? I, I do. I don't understand. And she's just too honest. She's like, I don't want to curse someone. I want someone that wants a haunted doll to grab it. I don't understand this whole process mm. that people should obviously, even as a skeptic, understand you don't mess with. You don't buy, buy a doll that is in a random place not called a store. Yes. In a box or on mm. the shelf yes. that grabs your attention. Yeah. I mean, this is just paranormal 101. It really is. Yeah. It's the the same as the get out Eddie Murphy joke. Wow. Back you, at it. You don't do certain things. You don't buy a doll at a thrift store unless you're a collector. Yes. You know, it, that's this different. This was a yard sale. And, but we've, other stories have been thrift stores. Mm. You don't do that. You don't know what kind of energy that thing has. True. Could be like, it could have been in a murder house somewhere and be imprinted with whatever tragedy is there. That or is true. It could be like Watership Down. No, not Watership Down. The Velveteen Rabbit. Wow. Which broke my heart because it had a disease on it. So they had to get rid of the, the little girl's rabbit. Or was it a little boy? It's been a long time, but I remember I did not like that story. Is this the conclusion of the Velveteen Rabbit portion of the episode? Yes, I okay. apologize, but I sometimes my trauma leaks out here. 
Oh, I yeah, your trauma is everywhere, Christian. I'm staring at it. Constantly. I haven't even brought up chips and snivs, my stuffed wow. animals. Chips and snivs. 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 Yeah. Is that short for something or just not no, understand the English I have language? No idea where I got those two okay. names from. Chips and snivs. Who's this? Uh, this is um uh, it's and it it's snivs. Exactly. <laughs> I have no clue. It was just all of a sudden, I became aware as a child, and they already had that name. Did I give it to them? Maybe. Yes. Did they tell me that that's what their names were? Also, maybe. Did they look at you and say, rub my large head? Why probably. Are you, why are you making fun of my large head as a child? Back to Violet, because I wasn't done with the story. Sorry. I apologize, everybody. She looked at me in the eyes and said, take it. We don't want it in our lives anymore. I was sold. Worst thing you could possibly say. I was skeptical, but I loved the story. Plus, it was free. I was going to say something really bad right there, but I decided against it. You're welcome, YouTube. Took it home and placed it right beside my bed on the nightstand. Almost a month went by without experiencing anything until one night, I felt someone sit at the foot of my bed. I turned the lights on, but didn't see anything. I live alone with no pets, so I was definitely startled. A couple days later, I was in the kitchen making a sandwich when I hear a disembodied girl voice whisper hey right over my shoulder i ran towards the corner of the living room grabbing my chest because it felt like my heart was going to explode bit dramatic but also if you've been in a situation where someone that's not in the room whispers hey in your ear you'd be in a panic yeah but you gotta keep it under control because the people who are in a panic don't make it out you're just gonna be like it's oh, a, I mean, hey, back as well. It's a trope, man. Disembodied voice. May I interest you in a licorice rope? I was going to go with crumpets. I was actually going to go with crumpets as well. And I was <laughs> like, no, we, I'm saying that because I said crumpets in the last episode. And so it's fresh in my mind. I went with licorice rope, folks. That's fine. Later that night, I was laying on my couch and I hear giggling coming from my bedroom. I get up, walk inside and see Violet sitting on my bed. I was creeped out. I always keep her on the nightstand, and there she was on my bed. At this point, I started to believe the woman's story, so I bought an EMF detector. <laughs> I, I have seen them being used on ghost shows before, so I thought I'd give it a try. That's a good reason to buy it. No wonder That's she ended up with the doll. True. I put it near Violet and got constant high readings from her. I was intrigued, so I bought a spirit box. Damn, you're spending a lot of money on this doll, lady. It's not free anymore, is it? No. I bet you she knows who Zach Baggins is. Well, for sure, yeah. And spirit boxes are like 400 bucks, man. You, you dropping that on a doll? Not the band. The band's probably cheaper. Wow. After two weeks of nothing but static from the spirit box, I finally get a hi, followed by get the thing. Uh-oh. Yep, not what you want to hear. I was excited, so I went back to the previous owner. I told her about my experiences and, and investigation on Violet. I asked if there's anything that doll might have been attached to. She told me that maybe it was the music box that went off. I asked her if, it, if she still had it, and she gave it to me. After about a week of on and off spirit box sessions, I finally got a girl's laugh, followed by something that sent a chill down my spine. A man's voice that said, Devil. Devil. Immediately, I thought of the theory of demons disguising themselves as little girls in order to get you in a vulnerable state. Works every time. Every single time. Well, a lot of hauntings are little girls, which is incredibly too creepy same with like little boy ghosts i saw one once in the corner of my room just wearing suspenders and shit was not for me that would not be for me either didn't say a word just stare at me i was like okay back to bed i go not 
Borat. Anyway, I I didn't want... I didn't want to take the chance, so I grabbed the doll and threw it outside onto my backyard. It landed face first. The next morning, I decided to take the doll and put it into a storage unit. Man, so many so many dolls being thrown in sheds, dude, like nonstop. That is the move. I opened the back door and see it sitting down a few feet closer to where it landed, staring right back at me. I grabbed it and put it in storage. Now it's been about two weeks and the activity has stopped, but I haven't been able to stop thinking about Violet. I have this urge to open the storage room, close the door behind me, and do another spirit box session. My gut tells me not to do it for, yeah, oh God, obviously, because I may be messing with something evil and I don't want to risk having an attachment. So for now, I'll go with my gut feeling and leave her in there. I have this urge to go into the storage unit close it behind me and do a another spirit box session with this evil doll that keeps haunting my waking life well then all of a sudden this person near the end of the story is like maybe i shouldn't do this because yeah. of this i'm like it's too late lady too gotcha. late i don't want an attachment well it's already got one buckle up but if i was talking to this person i'd first off say you don't need to worry because spirit boxes are not are real. Not real. Yes, that's the prerequisite for anything you're about to say. Is this isn't real? That is number so, eleven. Wow, number eleven. Oh, well, look, you moved your way down. Yeah, that one's that very was important. Pretty fast. You went from like fifty-five a week ago to Dude, eleven. Wow. There's so many numbers. It's going to take me forever to get up to the, the top. Christian, I don't think you understand the way this is working. You're moving backwards. And if you're at 11, then you have to one. That's a, that's 10 more steps. I don't make the rules for secret societies. You know who does, actually, I found out? Nobody, because it's fake. and but Like a spirit box. Wow. And we're back. Anyway. This, yeah, this whole story is like... It's a little kooky. What is wrong with this person? Yeah, it started out from you feeling compelled to go pick this thing up. You get this wild story. And you're like, ooh, perfect. And then you take it to your house, and for a month, nothing happens, right? And then all this crazy shit starts happening, and the doll's everywhere, and the doll's sitting down when you laid her down, and the doll's sitting up when you threw her in the backyard. And, and if that wasn't enough, you actually went out and bought devices that would help you understand you spent, the doll. You spent upwards of 500 to $600. Maybe they got a cheap knockoff one that somebody hey christian i've looked for cheap knockoff ones that we can use as like props in the studio they are expensive <laughs> man it's weird man it's weird like trust me i've looked for some shit just to spruce up the studio coming soon to the merch store your own yeah, that's how we make a shit ton of money. spirit box and all it says you just keep it's like <laughs> beans yep. <laughs> spiritual ones <laughs> nothing nothing but static spiritual beans beans yeah yeah and then just occasionally you'll hear it's and it it's actually that's the static just layered on top yeah. of itself a million times every once in a while you hear my voice say devil yeah and then like the next day not real yeah you're like, oh I'll, oh at least i'm reassured now that it's not real so this person got a demon doll let the demon build up its power while it was sitting there for a week because they have to build up their power when they switch dwellings. Then started to get possessed and all of a sudden like, I don't want any attachments. I'm like, it's too late. But maybe I should go into that storage unit. Yeah, it's already yeah. in you. I know. That's such a, that's a creepy one, man. That's a, first of all, anyone listening, if you're out there and, and you're ever, you ever come across, you walk by, by, you walk by maybe like a large bay window, like a shop front. And you're like, oh, look at this beautiful doll. I feel like it's almost 
calling to me. The first rule of actual reality club is you keep walking. Just another, keep walking. Another thing is dolls only call out, call out to children. Wow. That's the only souls the dolls really want. So just let the children take be called the, out take to the dolls. Yeah. If it's calling out to an adult. Wow. wow. It's a whole nother mm. thing. Wow. Christian. Kangaroo court. Did I say something wrong? Yes. That many things in the course of this show, uh, so many things, but in just this episode, many things as well. Yes. And that's fine. You know, I don't get bent out of shape about any of that stuff. He does. It's fine. You know, so it's a mockery. Our I lives are a mockery. I show up after he's editing and he gives me an evil look every time. So Sometimes. I'm sorry. You have to bleep that out. Yeah. Thanks, Christian. Again, would you look at that? Why does he give you an evil look after he's done editing? Why do you think that is? Um, Oh, the answers are coming to the surface throughout the course of this show, but that's, you know what? That keeps things interesting here in freaky deaky land. I was glad to see you butchered a word over and over again, so you have to be in my shoes for a little bit. What word? The one you made up. Subsequential? <laughs> I did that twice. <laughs> <laughs> two times in the course of two episodes, Christian, I believe. That's uh, pretty good. It's... In the first five minutes of any of your episodes, I swear to God, 50 edits. Isn't... It's, it's a lot. And, you know, I don't say that to give you a complex. I say beans oh, to I, give you a complex. I already I, have a, a <laughs> multiple complexes because of you. Exactly. Now I'm going to have a dog complex. I know. And so, like, am I supposed to tell you these things? Or is like, no, he's good. He takes enough. Jody, That's fine. Jody's going to call me up and say, you want me to send the dolls so you can sell them? I'm like, hell no. You say, hell yeah. You keep those in your demon-infested house. I don't want them in mine. Just take them. Just take them for the podcast. You know what I mean? Just give it, just give it a whirl. You want to put one here in the studio? Uh, no, I said okay. you can All take right. them to your establishment and home and abode and sanctuary and mine will remain uncursed. I, I don't think these would work with our podcast aesthetic either. It's like a Victorian? No, not that fancy. I think it's Cabbage Patch dolls. Cabbage Patch? That's even creepier, man. Yeah. My sister had some of those. Those are, those are worth some money if they're in good condition, yeah. man. My mom has them, some of them signed by the designer. My mom was way into them back in the day. Sir J. Cabbage? I think there were more than one designer. Yeah, so anyway, that concludes the Haunted Dolls episode, folks. We hope you enjoyed it. I know I did. It was a fun one. I can't believe it took us over 150 episodes to do an episode on Haunted Dolls. That's such a popular thing. Such a, like, maybe that's why we avoided it. Or we just <laughs> felt like everyone's already heard all these stories. Chips and stivs, stivs. Wow. Chips and Snivs still speak to me from beyond. And they kind of made me distract you. I don't know. Is my boyfriend a demon? Yeah. I don't know what why the dolls don't want us to know. They seem very obvious when they're at a thrift sale or... Yeah. You know where you should buy dolls from? Estate sales, because there's definitely spirits there. Now we're talking. Yep. Then you can Might do be your first smart thing you've said. Yeah. All upside, Christian. Go buy those dolls. You can make your own paranormal show. Yeah. Or we'll you can come on ours. Yeah. We'll interview you. You know, just don't bring the doll over. Yeah. And keep it out of shot on the, the webcam. Because I will burn it. I've already made that clear. He has actually made that very clear. Almost to a fault. But that's fine. We're working. If you guys like this format, we're actually working on a few different two episode, like two part episode type dealios to roll out in the near future. And so we're just kind of playing around with different things. And we're seeing what works and what you guys enjoy. And you can let us know what works and what you guys enjoy by commenting on whatever you're if you're listening to this on YouTube, comment below. If you got topic ideas you want to hear us discuss, share them with us. We are open to any and all suggestions within reason. That's how you get it. You say within reason. Yes, we, we do have some episodes in the works from mm -hmm. some suggestions. So yeah, 
If you made a suggestion up till now, just Stay be paying tuned. attention. Keep listening to the show. Guys, please don't leave us. No, I'm just kidding. You can. You can go wherever you want, but stay here. Don't leave us like our mommy. Wow. It's dramatic. But regardless, um, if you have if you're listening to this, have you ever had an encounter with a haunted doll yourself? I am reminded of the bonus video we posted on YouTube over a year ago now of that one story of the the kid or whatever that slept in the room. The mom had all the dolls or whatever in there. And one of them like had this sinister smile and just like like stared at it. And then when he ran out, the, the doll creeped its head around the corner of the closet and like watched him run out in the hallway. Do you remember that? Yes. That was creepy as hell. Oh, it was the doll that had human eyes. If you can find that video on YouTube, check it out. It is a wild story. And uh, we, and- we blurred out the part with the doll and the human eyes. So you don't have to look at that gross. Oh, wait, that was a different story. Wow, you don't even know where you're going with that. Christian is delusional. He has slept about three hours in the last four weeks. It's only been four days. Four days, but you know, to that's like four weeks to an old man. So he feels it a little more. Speaking of feeling it a little more, my lower back is starting to hurt from sitting on this Wayfair couch. <laughs> it's aren't, time aren't to wrap things up. Wayfair? Yeah. Do you know about Wayfair? Oh, I'm all too familiar. Yeah. That bogus stuff? Wow. Christian, <laughs> this isn't the show for your fucking soapbox preaching all right anyway don't google it yeah don't do that we'll see you next week where we're going to be diving into some stories about <laughs> it's and it it's find us on social media at freaky Deaky pod let us know where you're listening from let us know if you have topics let us know if you have stories check out sleep with the lights on on youtube every other friday we are dropping a fresh episode followed by a bonus story you'll get a kick out of it also we have some hot new stickers available all kind of fun bean designs. We got Bigfoot. We got all kinds of stuff. If you would like some of those, we added a donation area of the website. Whatever your donation is, anything from five to five hundred dollars, we're gonna send you stickers. Any donation whatsoever, we're gonna send you stickers if you put your address. It's optional. If you don't want us to have your address, you can take it out. We'll see you right back here next week on the Freaky Deaky. We love you. We'll see you on the other side next week. No idea what's coming out. Uh, we are at the end of our list. Diving into new stuff. So if you have suggestions, again, join the Facebook group. Let us know. We'll see you. This I've dragged on this ending yeah. like ten minutes. Goodbye. Wait, no, you need to cut off. It's and it, yeah. It's. <laughs>